When I first started my podcast, I had the co-founder of Green Roads, Mr. Arby Barrasso. He's the uh, cannabis entrepreneur and helps other cannabis companies become successful. Well, Arby sold his portion of Green Roads, and now he's starting something new. So we decided to have him come back and tell us all about it. Five, four, three, two, one. medicine and psychedelics on mental and physical health. We're bringing you stories of how these medicines have changed lives and can save lives. We want to teach you the healing power of plant-based medicine. This is the Good Dude Grow 2.0. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Good Dudes Grow. My name is Gary Roberts. You all know that. And I started my podcast probably about close to a little over a year ago. And one of my first guests was Mr. Arby Barrasso from uh, one of the co-founders of Green Roads, a CBD. He were catching up with him because he actually decided to sell, I guess, sell some of his or all of his parts in the, in the Green Roads and decided to go on this new adventure. So first, I'm curious, what made you decide to actually move on from Green Roads, if you don't mind me asking? I mean, uh, I appreciate first for you having me, uh, you know, and uh, we I remember doing that first podcast. Uh, I wanted to say congratulations on everything that you've been doing and stuff like that. I see you everywhere. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Just, uh, you know, kind of leading in the space and stuff. So, I mean, for us, I mean, I got, in, I got into Green Roads. We started Green Roads in July 2013, I mean. Um, I, I think we did a good job in, in what we were doing in reference to finished good products and trying to be one of the leaders with legislation and, and kind of trying to lead the way as best as we could. Um, you know, when we had the opportunity, I mean, COVID really, really, you know, put a bite on, I think, the whole industry. I think in a lot of businesses, obviously, we're all still trying to recover from that. But I think it, when it came down to it, I think it, it was time uh, for me to – to kind of walk away. Uh, I think the company that acquired us, Valens, is uh, is unique in what they're doing in the cannabis space. I, I really think that they're not getting all the love just yet. I think they have uh, some really good things that they're they're creating. I think manufacturing in the space is, is key. Um, I really do believe that. I think it's really hard to be a grower in this space. It's a small to mid-sized grower. Um, it's really hard to compete with the big people, but on the manufacturing side, you always need somebody behind that that understands what they're doing. Uh, we know that because we manufacture a lot of our products. I think we did a good job doing that, um, passing the QR code, the SB 1020 here in Florida, you know, being one of the university's private partner, University of Florida. Uh, so, so when it came down to it, um, I think the, the space was missing something, which was federal regulations. Um, you're competing against everybody and not everybody's playing by the same rules, which I think makes this industry and the CBD market extremely complicated. Uh, I probably would have stayed if we would have had something final uh, on the CBD space federally, because I think then, you know, everybody would have been competing on the same, in the same playing field. Um, when I saw that not happening, when, when we actually had phase one, I think phase one, uh, FDA had come out on the previous administration had had some regulations uh, that they had uh, in almost ready to put in play. Um, and uh, that made me really excited. I think if that would have gone through, I think it would have been a little bit harder for me to walk away or to even sell the business, to be honest with you. Uh, because I think that at that point, things would have fallen more into play. 
Um, and we would have continued to create, uh, I think continue to be one of the leaders, but when, when you're trying to compete pricing and everybody's in a race to the bottom, I think the CBD space is in serious, uh, struggle right now. Um, you have everything out there that's, you know, everybody's trying to create a million different things, whether it's tattoo cream or just every, you know, you know, something, a bed, you know, CBD, uh, bed pillows, you know, um, you know that the market is not, has no regulations in it. And I think it, when that didn't finally happen, um, and, you know, we did talk to the FDA on July 23rd, uh, we did talk to OMB, uh, on July 30th and that plan was in place. New administration comes into play, completely understand. They start ripping things apart. Uh, and that was one of the, the things that they ripped apart was that, that FDA, uh, possible rules and regulations that were, they were ready to announce. So that, that was, uh, the final straw, you know, that broke the camel's back for me. And, uh, uh, besides that, again, I think this, the industry is in a little bit of a struggle. Plus, um, knowing that, you know, my non-competes and I won't talk to get too deep into that, but my non-compete doesn't allow me to touch, uh, CBD as primary ingredient or Delta eight. Um, but if I would have stayed, it probably would have hampered my cannabis, uh, approach or anything I wanted to touch in cannabis, uh, functional mushrooms, which is something that I was looking at already, uh, previously to us getting acquired. Um, and I think that that would have definitely, uh, limited me in the space, uh, if I would have stayed. So me and my family decided to kind of walk away, uh, at that point. And, uh, and we decided to, to kind of move into the functional mushroom space. Um, and then just kind of gear up on that side. Before we get into that, what a lot of people don't know about you is that you're not only a co-founder of Green Roads, but you're also a mentor to other entrepreneurs, other people in the CBD industry. You also help them because you built a lot of the roadway for this type of thing, like you said. And that's what people I want them to understand is that what you're talking about is just not something that you're shooting from the hip. You are one of the, especially in Florida, the, the founding fathers of the roadway. So you've helped a lot of other companies manage their way through this industry, correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely proud to do that. Uh, I still do it today. Um, you know, I, I've learned a lot in this space. I think, you know, we took a lot of bullets, a lot of swords, a lot, uh, legislative wise, uh, you know, banking merchants, uh, what to do on a label, what not to do on a label, what kind of testing, what company to test with. So when, when, uh, without giving too much to a lot of the people that I even help today, um, I definitely try to guide them so they don't make the same mistakes that we made or help them get through channels that I think will be a lot easier um, and less expensive. Uh, people can make a lot of big mistakes. You don't know what label belongs in Texas or in Michigan or in California. Uh, things like that are, are definitely hurdles for, for a lot of these new entrepreneurs in this space. Plus, I tell them, listen, I mean, CBD is an uphill battle right now. Um, and, uh, our government and, you know, globally is, it's an uphill battle. So if you don't know the direction you're going and everybody's in a race to the bottom, you got to be either extremely creative. Um, like, uh, one of my associates and friends, Jeff Green, uh, that did greenies. He's doing a kind of chew tobacco, uh, a dip kind of thing. He's doing really well with it, but that's where he's sticking to. He created that. He's kind of sticking to that lane. Um, and he's going in that direction. But if you're going to go and launch a tincture, if you're going to go launch, a spray or a cream. I mean, uh, when I started in the business, it was 40 to 45,000 a kilo. <laughs> Gary, I mean, nobody wanted to touch this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody wanted to get in the space. We were like 40, 45 grand. What are you crazy? I'm not touching that stuff. 
uh, and for over a year was in the mid thirties, you know? So again, I mean, you didn't have that, that drive of people going there. And I don't know if you know what kilos of isolate are going for today, but if no, you, not that off the top of my head, uh, about but two, not much, about two fifty to $300. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, anybody could be a creator of CBD and create a brand or, or try to create a brand nowadays. And, and you really don't have no, no barrier entry. You know, you, you slap a label on a product, throw some MCT oil in it, uh, and you go and try to go and sell it at a smoke shop. So, so those are the challenges. So I, I try to disclose that as much as possible, uh, you know, um, to new entrepreneurs in this space. But, you know, we try to do our best as, you know, as, as a company. I think we had a, a great team, you know, when I was there. Uh, we had, I think, the best salespeople that we could have. Uh, the best family oriented foundation of a business. I think that was amazing. I think that was great. And it really drove our business and drove our innovation, uh, drove giving back. I think, you know, there was a couple of years we gave over a million dollars in products, uh, supporting veterans and doing everything that we can, that we could do in the space. Um, and, uh, I think when a company gets a little bit, you know, too big and loses a uh, vision, it just not, it's not fun anymore. Right. Right. And, so you moved on from from the CBD industry, and you never really left the plant based industry because, like, like the last time for people go back to read the listen to our, our last episode, it kind of helped you where you were off opiates and everything else. So it's close to your heart. You just moved into like a different type of plant based medicine. Why why did you think of going into the the the, the mushroom or the philocybin industry? Because I know you said, like you said before, you're researching it a bit more. But what made you start thinking about it, or what made you start seeing more more benefits in that? I mean, I had a lot, a lot of my friends either in Pennsylvania and Colorado. Uh, I had a lot of people chewing at my ear, and and I think plant based medicine is is the way to go across the board. Honestly, I, I truly believe that. I mean, coming from my addiction, uh, that you know, I, I don't hide that from anyone. Coming from going to jail and getting out of going out of jail and just kind of going through the hurdles I went. Um, I started, uh, a lot of friends were sending me stuff, you know, it hadn't really hit the market so much so that I started buying dot coms, uh, and websites. Uh, I think it was December of 2000 of 2020. I just started buying websites. Uh, I picked up everything from what is mushrooms. If you follow, if, if you get that, I got, you know, future of mushrooms, functional mushrooms, MD. I even bought MDMA MD, uh, dot com for like $14. You know, somebody offered me like 15 grand the other day. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to let that sit for a little while. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I just, idea. <laughs> I just had, I think I have over 500.com today and I'm, I'm adding little by little, but now you go and look at one and they want like 15, 20 grand for it. It's similar to when I had uh cannabis life, you know, dot com, uh, and stuff when it was just like pennies or green roads that we paid $160,000 for. So it was kind of those things. And then my friends started sending me, uh, just raw, raw mushrooms, lion's mane, turkey tail, uh, shiitake, just different things. They're like, Arby, try it, you know, just grind it up, put it in a capsule. Let me know what you think about it. Um, and, and I, and it almost reminded me of almost the cannabinoid based product when we first started. Um, doesn't get you high, which, you know, today you could talk to somebody, you know, almost that same ignorance or, or just not knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm starting on mushrooms. Oh, Arby, I don't, I don't do, I don't get high. I'm like, dude, do you understand when you go to, you go to a restaurant, you order mushrooms on your steak or anything like that, you know, it's almost in that same fashion. Um, so I just started reading and I'm educating myself as much as I can now on it. I'm obviously not an expert in it. Um, but, and, and I think that's another thing that drives me is that I want to educate myself similar to when we started in CBD in 2011. 
uh, and I was going through my addiction issues, I started reading up on what cannabinoids do and stuff like that. And it was so early uh, in that space due to my addiction. So I think we're early in the, on the functional mushroom side. I think what uh, the cannabis and, and the CBD industry has done for this space is dramatic because you see the fast pace of where this is going is incredible to me compared to being in cannabis in 08, 09, you know, just struggling every year to find out who's going to get on board. I mean, you got these states, even Florida's got legislation for research. Uh, you know, who would have thought? I mean, you got Dustin Robinson leading the charge on that side. I mean, what he's done for, you know, Mr. Cannabis or Mr. Psychedelics, he's he's paving the way on a lot of these things. And I'm glad it's not me. Uh, this time, I'll be honest. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, you know, I put my time up in Tallahassee. Um, kind of, if I have to, I will. But you know, I'm glad that others are kind of leading that. I mean, we had Wonderland had an amazing uh, psychedelic event this year. It was a great event. I was great there. It was event. great. Um, Dustin was there. I mean, we had Masha from ACS and what they're doing. Uh, you have DMT coming up. You know, coming up. You have. You know, Dustin's given. Uh, I think the the University of Central Florida is studying now DMT. Um, on patches, you know, they're doing psilocybin, they're getting individual uh, grants and and raising money on that side. So I think what the cannabis and CBD industry has done is catapulted this psilocybin and mushrooms. Uh, And I think a lot of people due to COVID, you know, and and the hard times that that people have, you know, have gone through that. I mean, you had the CDC come out and say 75% of people that are obesity or have issues or four lining issues um, are the ones that are really, you know, that are passing away more. So what we need to do is educate the people to be more healthy. I think, uh, I think that is the key to everything. And I think plants will do that. Uh, I don't think pharma, pharma, I think we had this conversation last. I think pharma has a space in our lives. Uh, but I think they're over, I think their, their bottom line is money. However right. we look at it, uh, and stuff like that. And I think plant-based products, um, and a healthy life will, will keep us a, a little bit more vigilant against, you know, new strains or just flus or influenzas or other sicknesses that are out there. So that's what kind of drove me. And it was really easy for me. Uh, I don't want to be long winded on this, but it was kind of like same wheel. Well, you know, it's pretty, right. it's, it's same thing, educate a little bit, provide a consumer, a good product, make sure you do your testing, give it to them. Like we're doing a huge giveaway right now. We're only charging like seven ninety five for shipping. Uh, try and buy, just try it, get it in your hands, take it, take it for, you know, every day for, for 30 days and, Call us back and purchase again if if you feel it did something for you. So it's almost that same thing, right? I agree. I, I see pharma in plant based. I see pharma working more as the after effects, more as the they wait till something goes bad kind of kind of pill. Whereas plant based medicine can actually be the let's be the preventative one. Let's make sure we don't have to go to pharma to where it's it's at the last moment. We have no choice to go that far. And that's the biggest thing in, in psychedelics right now is that a lot of times, especially up in Canada, what they're doing now is they're waiting for the end of life studies and all that. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to work with, with some Canadian first responders and try and build a preventative type style. Because even for first responders right now, like I just got an email from my department saying, okay, we're going to do our, your usual life scan. Like we get a full body scan, full stress test, blood work and everything else, trying to find medical conditions. But what about the brain? What about the ment- our mental wellness, our mental health? Why can't we have a preventative or a, a, day, a, week, a yearly scan of the mind? Sit down with somebody. Let them go to a facility and have one treatment. Because like you know, psilocybin or psychedelics, we don't have to do on a daily basis. We can microdose, which is just as good. But if we need the bigger doses, we don't have to do it daily. They'll still, 
the, the, the results last for months, even a year or close to a year at a time. So we can do it on a yearly basis, keep the people from waiting till we get to the last minute and having those problems. That's just my personal opinion. I think you hit it. I think it's right on the nose. I mean, honestly, I think the mind controls, I think, a huge part of what our life and what our body feels like. If, if you're down or depressed, it affects your body. You might eat too much. You might eat the wrong things. So if we have a sound mind, just like a homeostasis and, and, and your body, and we're able to fight off all these other things, you know, pharma should be almost one of the last results. Um, you know, and I agree with that. I think we should have all different types of skins. I microdose now. Um, you know, I, I, I started in uh, end of January. My guy started kind of sending me some things. Um, I ended up doing a five MEO DMT on June 2nd, which it was a life changing experience for me, uh, right before we closed on, on our business. Um, it really kind of breaks down a lot of these things. I had, I had something, I went in with an intention on it. We had a shaman come to the house and had about five friends come here. We all did it individually and it was, it was amazing. The experience we had, um, I really believe that these alternative plants and medicine is, is definitely a direction, um, that the world should go on. We should be preventive, um, you know, get ourselves checked. Blood work is huge. Our, our, you know, full blood works are always good. You can kind of maintain where your body's at. And then having these, these opportunities to microdose, you know, have something prescribed one day on, two days off, whatever you want to look at. You know, you want to have something specific. Hey, let's, you want to have a body more of a body high, let's go in this direction. You want to have more mental high, great. We should have these type of centers and opportunities for people um, instead of being just so hard up on everything, especially how divisive we are, you know, to, today in the world. We, we should definitely, I think those things can kind of bring us together. 100%. Couldn't agree with you more to 100%. So if people actually wanted to reach out, try your stuff, like you said, you're doing a Julia special right now, where would they go to actually read up more about on it? Um, we just launched our page on December 19th. It's my Sahab, M-Y-Z-A-H-A-V.com. Um, they could go there. Uh, we have three products that, that we've finalized right now. We're creating more. We'll actually be at TPE now at the end of January, uh, in Vegas from the 26th to the 28th is the show. We'll be there from the 25th, 20 through the 29th. Come back for four days, back out February 1st. Back to Vegas for Champs from February 2nd to the 4th. Um, and then we'll be at ASD uh, end of February, which is February 27th through March 2nd. So we're developing as, as, as time goes on. We're not going to launch 20 products. We want to dial in. We have a matcha that's coming out. That's like Mudwater, great company, Mudwater. I mean, one product, they're almost a billion-dollar company. So we did something similar to them um, that we'll be launching now at the show. Uh, so we have a lot of new things coming out. Um, still in the cannabinoid space, I have a company called Shrooms uh, with a Z. Um, uh, that's a little bit more alternative, more smoke shop, head shop kind of style. We have an HHC mixed in with Lion's Made, 1,000 milligrams, about 970 milligrams of HHC, about the same of Lion's Made. We have a Rishi mixed in with a D10 uh, that we're launching on, on vape pens, on disposables. We have edibles that way, and we've gotten great results from it. It's uh, it's different. I think the mixture of both of them give you a little bit of uh, – even though Lion's Mate is not psychedelic, I think the mixtures of that plant uh, and the combination of that gives you a little bit of a different feeling. Um, I felt it. It doesn't feel the same as if I just do HHC. Um, and I'm not a, too much of a, a guy who smokes a lot of, of cannabis, but um, HHC is probably one of my favorites just due to the fact that it's really heavy on the body. 
uh, body high and uh, not so much mentally. And uh, I don't think I could fit any more disasters in my brain. So I try to stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, in case anybody's wondering, because like you said, education is the key. If anybody wanted to buy these and they were worried about getting drug testing, do you think there would be any issues with any of these products? Not with my Sahav. So Sahav itself does not have anything in there. It's your, you can go to, even though you go to Life Extension, all these other places, they don't have a lot of these things, Alliance made for focus and Rishi kind of relax, anxiety, body, uh, immune immune booster. Uh, no, absolutely. You, you could definitely pass the test on shrooms with HHC. Absolutely not. Do not take that. Uh, if, uh, if you're looking to get, if you're going to get drug tested and stuff like that. Um, so, so again, I mean, it's almost like CBD, but CBD was still a cannabinoid, you could right. positively, you know, go positive on that. But yeah, no, not an issue with that. But if you really want to get a lot of education on that, I'm telling you, go to whatismushrooms.com. Uh, there's nothing being sold there at all. It's all education, whether it's psilocybin, cooking, videos, anything that you want to look at, you know, whatismushrooms.com is huge. And so is future of mushrooms. Uh, kind of gives you everything that's going on in the industry, whether it's competitors, you know, uh, stig- uh, four stigmatic, mud water, just kind of post everything, psilocybin, a lot of TSX companies in Canada. You can get a lot of education right there. So that that's kind of where I'm sending everybody. If you want to learn about it, go to those pages. Uh, there's about a thousand blogs um, that we've gotten up in the last 45 days. Beautiful. I'll have those links in the show notes and everything else. Awesome. Barbie, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule once again with your new company to talk with us and tell us what's going on. And I appreciate everything you're doing in the uh, plant-based industry. I appreciate it, man. Listen, uh, I look forward to getting together again and uh, let you know what we're looking like in the next six to seven months. Definitely. 100%. Definitely looking forward to catching up. Thank you, my brother. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Thank you. Later, guys. Good doings grow 2.0. Thank you for tuning in. If you're still listening to this, that means you gained something out of this episode. So make sure you share it with a friend, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode of The Good Dudes Grow 2.0.